You're listening to my friend's place on the GOTLP Gain Zone.
from Block Party and Kenny Hoopla. Keep it rolling. And thank you today for keeping it rolling here with My Friend's Place on WGOT, uh, the summer edition of uh, My Friend's Place. Uh, leading off the top of the show, you had LSD, XOXO. Yes, that's actually the band's name. Uh, song is Double Tap. Uh, then you heard one for the second week in a row on the program, uh, The Voids, Prophecy of the Dragon, which might be the best song of the summer when uh, we're done the whole thing. Uh, then from Amsterdam, the band Pip Bomb with Is This Love with Alex Kapranos. Then you heard Claude with Wet, and another uh, great summer tune uh, for 2023, Janelle Monet, Lipstick Lover. And that catches you up to everything you heard um, on the show this week. Before... We get into more uh, new music. Let's go ahead and do a little bit of local news here on my friend's place. And one of the things we've been talking about is the idea of micro news. Um, I just don't have the resources or the skills or the talent uh, to cover all of Gainesville or even like East Gainesville, West Gainesville. So I really want to focus on an area that I think I can make a, you know, a great uh, contribution. And that's 6th Street. Uh, which I like to write up and down frequently, uh, 6th Street in between 39th Ave and University. So I uh, started this thing called 6th Street Squad. I uh, got a little bit of good response, and basically it's kind of like a, a modern version of the 1950s um, street gangs with the um, motorcycle jackets and like to sing doo-wop, except uh, the 6th Street, Street Squad, ooh, say that three times fast, uh, my crew, uh, we don't, Really, uh, we're not going to do the leather jackets because, frankly, um, I did try it one day and it's a little too hot in the summer. Um, so, um, my friend Catherine, who's also part of the Six Street Squad, she suggested that maybe instead of investing a lot of time and money into these um, leather jackets that you can't really ride around on a bicycle in Gainesville in the summertime, what if instead of all that we do like these kind of like um, cool, like fancy berets? And uh, yeah, I kind of like that idea. So uh, we only have four or five people in the group right now, but um, I'm hoping as I talk about it more uh, that this uh, gang will expand. Um, so um, if you're interested, definitely let me know because you know we're going to be ordering uh, custom-made berets pretty soon. And uh, yeah, that's if you see uh, the, the group of people riding around bikes uh, between University and um, 39th. If you see them riding along uh, 6th Street, it's probably like the 6th Street Squad. Um, okay, also uh, another update, not necessarily 6th Street related. I meant to say this at the top of the show. Um, four weeks in, I, I injured my rib doing something kind of silly, which was reaching way underneath my seat to try to find an earbud that I thought had fallen out and wound up uh, basically spraying my ribs week four i've been updating that every week and uh, several people have reached out about me uh, concerned about the uh, the rib and i can say today that in week four it's better than week three 
I was starting to think, man, I'm almost completely over this. But then I was reminded as we were throwing away some old couches uh, from the house here uh, that no, not quite all the way back, but uh, uh, maybe one more week and I can go back uh, to the gym and start actually lifting weights instead of uh, boring walking on like a treadmill or elliptical. Um, so that is rib update. Um, another update, oh, Sixth Street related too, uh, possum update. So I've been talking about this uh, possum that died somewhere on the sidewalk of 6th Street, right in front of uh, um, Oakgate, a uh, little condominium complex on 6th Street. And it's been laying there for a couple of weeks now. And uh, apparently um, it's never going to be moved. Um, perhaps there's a, a uh, app on your phone you can contact the city to let them know that there is roadkill on the sidewalk, but we're four weeks in now, and I'm beginning to think eh, it's probably going to be there a little bit longer, which kind of made me think about doing a fundraiser for the station um, where everybody kind of like picks a number, uh, and if your number wins, you win like the whole pool of all the money that people paid, so um, I really wanted to float out the idea that, you know, how much longer do you think it will be? We're at day 30 right now uh, with Possum on 6th Street. I, if I had to bet right now, I'm going to go, it will be there at least till day 50. And I thought it'd be kind of cool. Everybody, like, you pay a dollar, you get your own kind of a square on a bingo card. And then when the possum is finally removed or disappears, then you collect all the money. But then it occurred to me, uh, one really important thing, if, like, people were betting on when the possum was going to be picked up and moved out of the sidewalk, then person like with the date would try to go and influence so um like at two o'clock in the morning uh if your square is coming up you go with a shovel put it in a trash bag and remove it so um that idea kind of went out of the window of the gambling on the uh, dead possum um but it's still out there if you want to check it out uh it's on uh sixth street right in front of oak gate walk uh, apartments uh right in front of the 35 mile per hour sign so uh there you go. They get you caught up with everything uh, new with me and new with 6th Street this week. And um, when we come back in the next break, we'll kind of do uh, some convenience store updates locally. So I've got some cool news about those. Um, but before we do so, uh, we do one of the things that we do best here, hopefully, on my friend's place, which is to play uh, cool new music. And um, this is actually a great uh, summer track. Um, if in summer, you actually went to a camp, and the camp um, was run by witches, and all the witches tried to turn you into a witch, and this would be like a, a camp song you would hear at that summer camp. But uh, um, here you go. It's uh, new music from Big Blood in my head. Thank you for listening to My Friend's Place. <laughs>
feelings gone You can baby me But you won't baby long Yesterday can keep you Where the feeling's strong You can take from me But you won't be taking long
from Population 2, Bo Baptiste, and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Uh, thanks for tuning into uh, the summer of WGOT, as we've coined it here on the station. Lots of good fun uh, times in the summer here, and leading things off on this fun time show, you had big blood in my head. After that, it was one uh, from Grian uh, Shatin. I don't, I'm sure I mispronounced that. Uh, anyway, that's last time every time forever which i had a really hard time saying you may recognize his voice uh lead singer of dc fontaine so uh solo material from that person uh then maybe my favorite uh favorite summer song of the summer it's gonna be this one from uh, rufus wainwright called uh 12 featuring uh listen to this group of backup vocalists you have Susanna Hoffs, not bad Chris Stills and Cheryl Crow, so ah, lucky guy to have that kind of talent behind him uh, as backup singers. Then switch gears, had some uh, reggae, Gentlemen's Dub Club, Play My Games. Um, after that, new music from Peter Gabriel. A couple weeks ago, I played, I think, the first single off of his album, which I liked, but I didn't really love. This is the first new single off of his album that I do really like, and it is Road to Joy. The bright side mix of that one and then uh, this song before the last one uh, to get you called up you had ocean eater with part-time and uh, never listen part-time to wgot always full-time especially in the afternoons when you can listen to my friend's place but uh there you go and before we go into more fun super fun music uh, for the summer Let's do uh, some uh, summer TV reviews and movie reviews, actually, of films, that, TV shows that really aren't playing in the summer. Uh, and let's start off with uh, a movie. And this is a movie that seems to be, like, universally loved by all my friends, by all the people that I, when I look for people to uh, do, like, film critique, they all seem to love it, so uh, I was really excited to see... John Wick 4. Now, very quickly into John Wick 4, I 
I realized something um, that was kind of hindering uh, my enjoyment of the movie, and that is the fact that, truthfully, I had not paid like really any attention at all uh, to what happened in John Wick 2 or 3. Now, John Wick 1, I know, but John Wick 2 or 3, I just basically kind of watched it for the action and the fight scenes, and uh, the rest was kind of like a cut scene in a video game. So I had no idea who anyone was, except for, like, obviously John Wick. Um, I knew who, like, the hotel person was. Um, and a couple of those people that are, like, at the uh, Continental. Um, but other than that, I was pretty lost. Turns out, good news, it didn't really matter because, like, all the action is so insane as they battle and, like, dance across the globe. And what, without question, are, like, the best lit rooms in the world. Um, so, like, the greatest nightclub in the world, their lighting system, the greatest museum in the world, and they just have all kinds of crap to break in, in those places, of course. So it reminds me, like, of the old, like, 80s, 70s cliche on uh, a chase scene where you'd have, like, uh, a chase, and then these two guys are they're carrying, like, a big, giant pane, uh, window pane of glass, and the car of course has to go through it that's pretty much everything in John Wayne and you know it's fun it's basically ballet dancing with the like psychopath I, I suppose um, because the art artistic part of it, it really was like seeing a unbelievably choreographed dance and um, like I said don't care too much about the plot and other people I know are kind of into it but uh, there you go um, People destroying a lot of stuff and a lot of like close range misfires where they have the gun pointed at each other uh, 12 inches away and somehow the bullet misses. That shouldn't happen if you're a really like qualified assassin. So let's be honest there. Then uh, let's shift gears down into the television realm, or actually I will watch John Wick on television, because um, as you know, I'm a lazy agoraphobic at this point. Um, but then, my uh, favorite station, HBO, and I will I refuse to ever call it Max or any of this nonsense, I'm going to be that dumb old man that, that has to always call it HBO, but... Uh, HBO's had a trio of awesome shows on uh, Sunday night, and the first one I want to tell you about, I talked about it last year, season two um, of 100 Foot Wave. Season two is so much better than season one. A lot of the reason is because they did something really, really smart. Instead of making it about uh, Garrett McNamara, the big wave surfer, who was kind of the feature of like the docuseries, uh, they basically pushed him aside because... He's just unlikable. Done some amazing things. Gets a lot of credit for surfing innovations, but he's kind of a jerk. Season 2, it's all these other characters who are on the island in these contests and doing big wave surfing, and they are so much more fun to watch. And um, it's a lot like watching a Wes Anderson movie with all these like really quirky characters and... I was just re-watching uh, Rule of Tenenbaums last night and forgot how much, like, tennis was a big uh, thing in that movie. And this reminded me of how much, like, 100-foot wave and Wes Anderson, they somehow incorporate these things into uh, their movies and TV and other things. But, uh, 
Yeah, so season two is great. Turns into a little Wes Anderson movie with all these quirky French characters and Americans and, you know, all these oddballs and like a young kid and, you know, someone who's pushed past like the age of retirement and lots of broken bones too. Uh, spoiler alert on that one. But yeah, check that out. Really cool. Um, if you haven't seen season one, just go straight to season two. And if you like season two, do season one. Watch it like a prequel. Another thing, a lot of people are going to be like, well, I'm not into sports like documents or documentaries or docuseries. This would be like a sports series that would be for people that don't really like sports series. So there you go. Um, two other things that I want to talk about on HBO. Two of the all-time great shows closed out um, two weeks ago. So it's three weeks now, and we're going to talk a little bit about spoilers with Barry and succession so for some reason you haven't watched the ending in the three weeks and you're saving it for some other time then what you're going to want to do if you're listening to uh, the podcast via Cramela radio shows fast forward at five minutes and if you are listening on the radio um, just turn your radio dial down because I would never tell you to turn it to a different channel uh, dial it down for about five minutes and then turn it back up but I think at this point everyone who's going to watch the endings of those shows is either watched it or probably never going to watch it so uh let's talk about the smaller of the two shows which is something uh, considering it is incredibly innovative and barry season four barry for me love it but it has been up and down all over the place um from episode to episode some that are unbelievably great and some that were eh, not as much fun or uh, enjoyable to watch so that said it's made a wild like story arc from season one where it was really like a this kind of comedy about a hitman uh to season four which is this very like intense like martin scorsese you know parentino like world um, that Barry's in now. So, like I said, we were talking about spoilers, so at the end of Season 3, um, he's arrested. Of course, Season 4, he breaks out, and then chaos ensues. The way that the show ends, and here you go, if you don't want to know, I thought the way that the show ended was, was pretty suiting and good for the series, which is basically Barry got to rewrite his story um, through Hollywood, of course, through the movies, as uh, Gene Cousineau was actually uh, wound up being blamed for all the stuff that uh, that Barry was doing in that weak docu-drama <laughs> show uh, that they played at the uh, end of Barry uh, as its run ended. That was pretty funny and pretty amazing. So, um, really like Barry, but not as much as the next program, which is Succession, which also ended... I it's got to be a four-year run um, two weeks ago. And as much as I like the ending to Barry, I love the ending to Succession because, man, all that pressure, and they were able to come up with this great ending for the show. Um, so, again, spoilers. It had to end this way. I don't any, know any other possible way that it could have ended. There was, like, a minute where I kind of thought, like, uh, Roman, Kieran Culkin's character was going to kind of slide by and get it. But, of course, on the end, it's Tom. Um, he's not one of the kids. 
none of the kids <laughs> succeeded uh, literally and figuratively in the show so uh great show if you haven't watched it i'm not going to go into a lot of details about it i'm going to pay it a huge compliment though for a show that's basically let's transparent it's about Rupert Murdoch and Fox News. They did an amazing job of making that show like as non-political as possible. And that leads all the way up into season four, where you have a presidential election, where it starts to turn a lot more political. Um, but it was a, a pretty insane ride to get there. Um, if you like the show, and you already knew the ending, that, that Tom won, go back and look up uh, the name uh, Eggs. Basically, Tom, whose name is like Wombagazins or something like that, a super weird, uh, supposedly random name. Um, it's actually the name of a very famous, or close to the last name of a very uh, famous baseball player who, like in 1912 uh, in the World Series, had like the first unassisted uh, triple play. And of course, in the end, Tom put out like all the kids, all three of them in the triple play. So that's pretty uh, good attention to detail to writing there. If, if you have that in your mind from the beginning until four years later when the dude actually um, beats all the kids and uh, wins. But uh, that's a great show. Not really a drama, not really a comedy. The both are best of both words. There's both. Try that again. Not a comedy, not a drama. Succession is the best of both worlds. There you go. I can actually uh, speak sentences if I slow down and concentrate. Um, no need to concentrate though next because we're gonna move into music and the very first thing you're gonna hear coming out of this break um, is a great summer song. Um, if your summer involves being like in the lower levels of Burgine in uh, Berlin, because this is a pretty crazy like kind of industrial techno song, but uh, here you go. It's a haiku hands with Ma Ruler.
sorrow Your song yet to be sung I won't be offended If I'm left across the great divide Believe me, they will follow Just to watch another angel die Watch another angel die You won't do well to darken me With your secrets and your lies With your piercing code of silence Relax, enjoy the ride I'll meet you by the river Maybe on the other side You find it hard to swallow When you watch another angel die Watch another angel die
place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, in the music, you had uh, Haiku Hands leading things off with uh, Ma Ruler, uh, then Depeche Mode with my favorite song off their new album thus far, Wagging Tongue, then a Man on Man action with the uh, Showgirls. After that, it was uh, Margaritas Pudritas with uh, Corazon. Sorry about my poor Spanish-speaking skills there for anyone that's even had like two years of high school Spanish. Uh, then after that, a former closing track, the rock and roll, uh, Civic, Chasing the Dragon, 
And then I'm gonna shoegazy there for a moment. Uh, I had grist mill with shadow, and there you go. That is everything you've heard today, at least in that last segment. On uh... okay, and before we move into our last music segment of the day here on my friend's place. Let's do a little bit of convenience store news. Now, as you know, I love convenience stores. I talk about them all the time on the show. So I thought it would be fun from time to time to update news and things that are happening in the convenience store uh, area here in Gainesville. And I wanted to talk about my home base, uh, which is a convenience store located on 13th Street, right across the street um, from the new car wash. Now, I won't tell you the name of uh, my convenience store that I love because I don't want to be accused of payola or you know, any improper payments but like I said it's right across the street uh, from that new um, uh, car wash that has like the picture of, I think it's like a Yorkie dog like the face which makes no sense um, but that's the sign out in front and then another thing I noticed it just opened so there's a little bit more 13th Street news right there just opened like a week ago, two weeks ago, um, when you drive by at night, the inside of the car wash, you can see it uh, from 13th, and it looks like a 1980s disco uh, tech going on. Uh, so I might have to go over there and check that out. Um, but I have great new, um, like I said, convenience stores about my favorite uh, uh, place just right across the street from that. And that is that they have taken uh, the Highlight Top um, Tall Boys. They've taken it down from the top shelf to the second to the top shelf which may not seem like really big news but here's the thing I've talked multiple times and I've done rev alerts for four weeks of how I severely injured myself just trying to stretch and reach underneath the car seat uh, to find something so I definitely under no circumstances should be reaching on the top shelf of a cooler and a convenience store uh, trying to grab a beverage coupled with the fact that at this particular convenience store uh, the little incline thing and the coolers where the theoretically the the soft drinks and beverages they should slide down uh, this one it's too flat so you wind up having like the last two or three highlight tall boys they're stuck like at the very back on the top shelf which means I have to go into uh, basically rock climbing mode where I'm do some bouldering and I gotta solve this problem. So, you know, bottom left foothold, uh, right hand reach, grab, boom, got it. So, obviously, you don't want me doing that. I mean, the slip and fall insurance alone of some dummy like me getting hurt, that's gotta be like a thousand dollars a year, but uh, they, they figured it out because they got together. Great team over there at that convenience store, cleanest convenience store in Gainesville. I will, anybody has got one that's cleaner, you can DM me. Um, but they really made a great decision uh, to change that location from top shelf to second to top shelf. So uh, there you go, a little bit of a local convenience store news here on my friend's place. All right, let's get into uh, some more music. Great one from Caitlin Rose. You've heard it a couple times now on my friend's place. That song is Johnny Velvet. <laughs>
Use wants and destroy Central servings of pain No reflections to 
Okay, that is uh, Interpol Passenger of the Jeff Parker Interpolation remix of that. And uh, you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, in the mix, you had Caitlin Rose with Johnny Velvet. Then new stuff from Queens of the Stone Age, Emotion Sickness. And then after that, a uh, song you've heard frequently on the show, uh, Cola, Keys Down, If You Stay. Um, one of my favorite songs of the year anyway. But uh, it is just about time for me to head out and uh, hand the keys over to another great and talented WGOT DJ. Before I do so, I would be remiss if I didn't mention two things. Uh, first up, uh, we are on Patreon. If you want to give us a dollar a month, we would really appreciate that. Two dollars a month, twice as much appreciation. $3 a month? Yeah, you can figure out the math, hopefully. But uh, yeah, we're on Patreon and also got a uh, studio volunteer open house meeting happening Sunday, uh, June 11th, um, in the WGOT studio, which is in the Civic Media Center. Um, if you're interested in becoming part of the station, volunteering, maybe you want to host a show, maybe just want to hang out for a couple hours while Fred does his uh, Sunday morning show. All of you are welcome again. That's going to be happening on uh, June 11th. So if you're listening on Thursday and Friday, no, Friday and, no, Thursday and Friday, I don't write the first time. Thursday and Friday, you don't have to time travel because this will be in the future. But if you're listening to the noon replay on um, Sunday, well, the event just happened and you got to meet me. So how much fun would that be? But uh, there you go. Uh, It's time to get out of here. I hope you enjoyed uh, summer edition number one of my friend's place. Uh, can't be a summer without cool dance music. And truthfully, in my opinion, this is my favorite Pet Shop Boys uh, thing in a long, long time. And I hope you like it as much as I do. But uh, yeah, it's the Pet Shop Boys actually doing a remix of Noel Gallagher's Fly, or High Flying Birds. Think of a number. And thank you uh, for thinking of uh, WGOT. Bye.
find out what's happening with WGOT on June 11th at our studio open house from 10 a.m. to noon located in the WGOT studio within the Civic Media Center. You can learn about volunteer opportunities, sit in on a live WGOT radio broadcast, and maybe, just maybe, meet legendary WGOT broadcaster Fred Souther. Again, that is the WGOT open house coming up on June 11th, uh, which is a Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon. Hope to see you there. Adios.
watching Dickinson's Real Deal in a Fleabag joint. I'm kicking up a fuss. Round on the marble floor. I don't 